Hello, everybody. It's Casey Slacky Brown. My main man Connor's in the building. This is about what matters. Uh, not quite an instant reaction to the Succession season three finale, but something along those lines. Uh, Connor, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Yeah, we've had a, we've had a minute to to stew, to stew. Yeah, it's been in a minute, but we back in it. <laughs> that last half hour was was quite a doozy. I think you need more than. Uh, and then a instant reaction i have been thinking about it all day actually of course of course yeah. i think it's kind of been like old school prestige television yeah people talking about it it was a lot of talk leading up to the show yep it was it was definitely you know it was that thing like sitting there all day yesterday football games football games football games yep but when we get to nine o'clock yep is kendall dead yes what's going on we have, they, you know it's going to be finale episode big things gonna be happening you know something big is gonna go down mm-hmm. what's gonna be what's it gonna be if you That's remember a- from from season one it was like essentially the death right mm-hmm. season two that's the one i remember freshest kendall is like all out wait it's war i love that finale by the way that, that was, was i was classic. like high yeah. after that yeah. shit. You yeah know, being like a kendall guy mm-hmm. and then this one you know all spoilers out the door here Mm-hmm. It, you know, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. How do you describe yeah. what happened? Yeah, exactly. I think I think the the smartest thing they they did was get get the Kendall thing out of the way immediately, right? That's the best way to do it. Obviously, you it had to be that way, whether he whether he was alive or not. It ultimately the last week on Twitter didn't matter because <laughs> the speculation is all gone right now we can get on with the finale so i think that's like it was just again like the best way to approach uh, a finale you want to go into a quick sidebar on the kendall not kendall roy the jeremy strong uh new yorker piece yeah i mean usually dropped. sure yeah 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 it's interesting that that the timing of it obviously was interesting and um i don't know i i think i think there's a lot of actors out there who take take this shit seriously and probably do things that are out of the ordinary to get them into a headspace that gets them fl- the juices flowing and, and creative you know i don't I, I like as much as i think method acting is is you know were i an actor that was certainly not the approach i would take but you know, it's in my mind, it's a little bit like cheesy and and an excuse to be sort of an asshole most of the time. Yeah. But it just doesn't like I think you sort of have to take that these kinds of things with a grain of salt. Like there was a, a backlash to the backlash or however you want to put it, where people were sticking up for him, including uh, Aaron Sorkin and, and Jessica Chastain and these people, um, which you know, when I read the piece, it didn't, it's not that it seemed one-sided because they were getting firsthand accounts specifically from Jeremy's contact list in his phone. You know, they were, they were calling people that yeah. he, he had, he was referring them to. Like putting them in contact with you. Right. Exactly. So, you know, as, as, as one-sided as it may seem, a lot of it's probably true and that's fine. Like if, if this is the way this, this guy works, fine. You know, I do think hey. there's uh, a, like a, 
a human element that was missing <laughs> but yeah it uh, wasn't like is this guy annoying to work with it was like is this guy a super method actor like uh some unique ways to prepare super focused intense and that was more the right the commentary from the quotes right it wasn't attack on his character i felt like it was more of attack on like yeah his way to approach filming scenes isn't like most things that we're seeing right right i but i think the the subtext for me though was you know i'll i'll the writer said i'll lay out all the evidence you make the you make the decision for yourself whether this guy's annoying to work with or not you know which is which is sort of is not my favorite thing to read in terms of like it's almost like a gotcha piece um however a lot of the things discussed in that piece were fascinating <laughs> and like right sort of like wow this is this is nuts you know and and look it ultimately i think the thing you can look at especially after this finale um you know bringing it back to the show and and is the tension that he creates uh with his castmates ultimately on you know um siblings on the show kieran culkin and and sarah snook and especially brian cox it it translates in in what you get in their performances on screen so can you criticize a guy for that maybe you can yeah if he's being an asshole but if he's you know uh just sort of locking himself away so that he so that that energy comes out on screen fine i mean and and obviously it works so uh what can you say i mean you can't criticize the you can't criticize anything that that um uh jesse armstrong has done or any any decisions he's made so except except brian cox in the piece being super fatherly and that not yeah. happening. <laughs> right exactly yeah, yeah yeah which is good good i'm glad like <laughs> You know, because Brian Cox has had some some heaters out there uh, the last couple of weeks, too. So, like, the fact that he's concerned about um, Jeremy, the person, is is good, I would say. Uh, so in the in the final, I say final 30 minutes, boom, it's like impeccable, like glued to your screen. I like yes. checked it to see, like, whoa, yep. how much time is left because yep. I don't want this to end right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's go to. Oh, let me start here. Was that Connor? Was that Connor Roy's best scene in three seasons? A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it almost leads me to believe he'll be that he'll have a bigger role come season four. You know, he he really showed his chops, you know, and the character really they all have a breaking point, which we've learned this season. Um. And I, it looks like Connor's reaching his, you know, he's, he's been sort of uh, chomping at the bit to get after, um, to get after what dad has for him being that what he knows behind the scenes, you know, so there's I, I, I see the light hundred mil, just a quick hundred mil. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Or, or, you know, he wants to be, I don't know, it's not head of news, but he wants to, you know, get into the company somehow so that he has this experience, whatever. Just give um, me the UK. Exactly. Be... Exactly. And, and like, uh, you know, I like the scenes Connor is in generally because they're a, a bit more lighthearted previous to this season, I would say. And then he comes in with, with some heat, with some anger. And then especially in this finale, he, he brings 
the you know no we're not doing this anymore i'm the, i'm the big brother you guys i'm done with you guys saying that he's your dad and this is your family no i'm the big brother i'm his first son you can't do this to me <laughs> so I'm, yeah i mean that's a heater of a scene uh where you at on willow i mean i, I don't know <laughs> i think like again um I think a lot of his, a lot of Connor and Willow scenes like brought a, a certain lighthearted uh, humor to a lot of the show previous to, and even in it, even during this season. Um, so like that was always a welcome sort of, uh, you know, when you see them on camera, you know, it's going to be like, there's going to be funny comments. Funny comments. I remember the, my, the one scene that sticks out last, I always love it. The scene when they're on the yacht from last yeah. season two yeah it's a great and one when yeah. they're looking at the reviews of her play and like going through it yeah yeah it's like looking for a good review and then she takes one look at it and just fucking throws it overboard yeah super funny uh yeah i don't know man but for willow i mean for for connor it's like a little bit of an indictment on him because like does he not see that having her uh mm -hmm. a uh, escort and right mm-hmm not reading that wrong no. um an escort is kind of making him it's kind of what makes him a joke to the rest of the family and potentially as a candidate and i guess you can't yeah. you love but still yeah and the and the fact that she's you know even in the scene where she says fuck it let's you know she doesn't even say let's get married but she says fuck it several times this could be fun they show her they show her <laughs> yeah exactly yeah this could this yeah how bad could it be uh, they show her getting into the car, you know, that, that with those like slick, uh, quick zooms that that Adam McKay made so famous in in the in the um, in the and pilot. The that, car that thing. The, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just a quick zoom on her where she she looks at she looks like she is knows she's doing the wrong thing. So the the again the indictment on Connor is how can you not see that this woman doesn't love you? You know. Like, she obviously doesn't. <laughs> She's not into this, so. Hey, guys. It's Casey from Slacky Brown. Everyone's trying to cash in on the next best crypto. But if you want a guaranteed way to double your money, all you got to do is use promo code SLACKY at MyBookie. It's simple. Sign up at MyBookie with promo code SLACKY, and your first deposit is immediately doubled all the way to $1,000. Now, how's that for a quick turnaround on your investment? The NFL playoff race is heating up, and both season's right around the corner. So at MyBookie, you can double your firepower for all the action the rest of the way. Build your own props, create multi-game parlays, and take part in a bunch of MyBookie cash prizes. It's simply the best time of year to both watch and bet on sports. So don't miss out and double your first deposit by using promo code SLACKY and keep your eyes peeled for more exclusive holiday promotions from MyBookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Okay, so we get we finally get to the big showdown. It almost was like a Western or something. It's set mm. in this fucking dusty parking lot or back back lot. Yeah. All the kids are realizing that they're not like, whoa, whoa where? Uh, yeah. Where's dad? Where's Jerry? Where's all yeah. the big shots? Mm -hmm. We're not, wherever they are, we're not there. We're not on the inside track right now. Right. And it's kind of coinciding with this realization from Kendall that, or, or it's like an open, I just need someone to talk to really like, I just got this shit weighing on me. Right. It was just a fantastic scene. It was kind of the dueling 
narratives here, the comedy stuff, the right. drama stuff, the personal stuff and the business stuff. And then to me, I was telling Vicky when it was going down, it's like, it didn't happen this way, but I was like, oh, they're going to have to choose between helping their brother with some personal shit or doing the smart business move. Right. They ended up bringing him along, which I kind of thought his, he was done with the whole business side of things, but they right. brought him back. And then that went from there. And I was, that was like, I think the audience was happy to see that everywhere. It's like, oh, they're finally together fighting as one. They're the right. super team. Exactly. That's the brilliance of that scene, right? Is that you think it's going to be this one thing and, and, and Kendall's going to have another nervous breakdown, which, you know, a lot of the criticisms on this season have been that it's sort of treading the same waters or, 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 or following the same path that it has in previous seasons. But so, the, so again, the brilliance of that scene is, is in fact, bringing them all together. You know, Jeremy Strong is so good in that scene and like that doesn't, work without a performance like that and it doesn't it it sort of is much cheesier if you don't have that sort of unburdening and it's just hey no why don't we all link up and fight that together it's like no they're sort of coming to the realization that they don't have a choice other than to go together you know which again is such a brilliant move by the writers and and um the way that scene's directed, it's just so, it's so beautiful. And I mean, you can go on Twitter today and see the, the uh, sort of cinematic aesthetic parallels in, in throughout the season or even throughout the episode where, you know, there's that shot of Jeremy Strong with his head down and, and, um, and Kiernan Culkin's got his hands on his shoulders and, and Shiv's got, uh, uh, not Shiv, uh, Sarah Snook's got his hand, her hands on, on Jeremy's, um, on Jeremy's head and then in the final scene when we get to you know ultimately that we're in some beautiful uh, lounge uh, at, at a villa somewhere um, there's a parallel where Kiernan's on his on his uh, on all fours Jeremy's got his hands on <laughs> on Kiernan's shoulders and Shiv is once again sort of in the background it's just like um you know, if you look closely, I think that's the other thing to take away from this season. Uh, it's really actually quite, it's all there. Like all the signs are there um, in the images, you know, um, and it's so beautifully constructed in that way. It's it's just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe how much I liked this finale. Uh, you know, after, again, the criticisms of this season, we get to the last two episodes and they blow us away. Like, how did they, how did they do this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Greg and Tom scene mm-hmm. before, I think it's kind of taking place as the showdown in the desert is happening. Mm-hmm. Showdown in the dusty parking lot. Um, I think it's, I think, it, yeah, it might be right after that. Yeah. It's like but kind yeah, of all in right. that last yeah. 25. So right, exactly. Are they like, to me, I was like, oh shit. Tom's in with Shiv and the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's trying to get Greg on that side. So I think that's mm-hmm. what they're leading, leading the viewers to think like, oh, Roy power circle versus family. Mm-hmm. But it's it's pretty much uh, confirmed here. This is Tom blew the whistle. Yeah, that was the that was the the big hook on this episode um, for me was not only 
you know, when the three siblings walk into that room and Logan is there, you think you think he's cornered, right? They're coming out, gloves off. He's cornered that he can't get this deal done without their approval. What's he going to do, right? And to flip that so quickly without any warning uh, and for have to have um, Logan call their mom and say that she changed the um, the agreement with the holding company or whatever the case is uh, was just such a brutal shift because I don't know about you. I'm rooting for those three there. Oh, um, hell. I mean, every, I mean, Vicky, you sort of have to. Yeah. Vicky hates Kendall. And she was like, definitely like on that side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then to go to go from that and, and sort of be digesting that sort of f- script flipping um, only to have, you know, Tom Wamsgams walk in and have Logan touch him on the shoulder and then you and then have that realization hit you. That's not, you know, t- a minute and a half later. It was just like what yeah exactly it was just like how did again how did they do this again um but one thing i want to say about about the sort of final groupings so to speak is i don't know if you've seen the first uh promotional image for the season there there's a it's basically a shot of the cast walking down a hallway towards the camera and there's a line down the middle and you have logan and Tom and Greg on one side and you have the the siblings on the other side and that's the first image the promotional um you know the powers that be at HBO released that's the promotional image for the season and there it was you know it's all there the the ending of the se- the arc of the season is in this shot and it's just like you know like i said earlier all the signs for this for these things happening are there tom Put himself up. He's been taking shit from Shiv all season. Yeah, some real hard he stuff. Him, man. He put himself up to say, "I'll go. To, I'll go to jail for this family." Logan never forgot that, and now he's in with Logan. You know, which is like, I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, even though the signs were there all season. Where, but where does this get Tom? So, because like, yeah, it's a good Shiv. Question. And the boys mm. are going to be taking. They sell the company. They're going to be taken care of. Like, yeah, billions, I think billions, right? Sure, like they have but, stock options and shit. Sure, but I think that I, I think it's it's just so much more painful because they all had hopes of taking over, right? So mm-hmm. they would have walked if they thought that was never going to be the case. You know, um, even Kendall had a hard time coming to that realization when he when he met with his father in the previous episode like he didn't want to do that he didn't want to walk he wanted to run the company they all do so but for tom is it like but keeping for tom, yeah. in close proximity to logan yeah probably if his marriage falls apart i think he's willing i think he's willing to take that risk um i think it's i think we have to sort of assume that the marriage is not yeah I'm gonna no. continue uh next season um, but again, you know, if you look back when Kendall's sort of trying to persuade Tom into, uh, going in and talking to his attorneys, 
and sort of coming to the to the Kendall side, what does Tom say at the end of that scene? He says, you know, I think you're going to get fucked. And I've never seen uh, Logan get fucked. So like, wh- whose side am I going to be on here? I'm always going to be on Logan's side. And it's there. No matter what. <laughs> Again, it's there. It's like in the text. It's so, you know, I think I think Tom is hoping Tom is hoping Logan makes good on whatever promises he's he's made or um you know hoping that he he gets his for being you know for being the rat as it were for being the so so Tom approaches Logan with like hey buddy I got some great information sit down let me tell you for 20 minutes or Tom approaches Logan like I've got some information write me a check yeah or promise me this yeah and i'll tell you mm-hmm. but it's big major information what do you think man that's a good that's a good question i think yeah i'm surprised i came up with that question <laughs> i don't think he's looking i don't think he's looking for a ransom i think he's looking for long-term power i think he's looking for a seat on the board i think he's looking for a uh, an executive title um and again i think long term this that's probably the best play you know for that i don't again i don't think he's i don't think he's holding that information hostage i think he knows that logan will take care of him if he does bring him that information you know what i mean sure what kind of bag is uh logan dropping on his ex-wife um that's a good question too. Or does she and, know she'll get something something out of the sale? Yeah, or or yeah, she probably does actually. Now that you say that, she's probably part of the holding company um in terms of who gets what or who has majority stake if the company's sold. Um so she probably doesn't carry the way cuz she's going to get her some, she's going to cash out. I just like better I mean, have it now than never, I guess. Yeah, I mean and I think Burden hand. Yeah, I think the and I think the watch, uh, the guys that on the watch said it. Shout out, uh, shout out to the watch. The guys they said it best when they said, you know, neither of these parents were actual parents. You know, they're trying to teach these kids the lesson here by, and you know what Lo- dogs. What what Logan says in that final scene is brutal. You know, um, what's he say? Chance. Put it put it on put it on the pile. You know, put the five billion on the pile or whatever. And they say, Start what about our pile? pile? Yeah, and he says, get your own. <laughs> like, how brutal is that to hear from you? You know, after all these years of him leading you, of him leading you on that you're going to run the company eventually, which he's done to all three of them at this point. Um, he just says, get your own, find your own pile, you know? And I mean, yeah. it's, it's a gut punch. The amount of gut punches in that final 15 minutes were just like, wow. Yeah, Sarah Snook bringing in some real vulnerable you know that's just really good acting in that final there, scene there were you know kendall had his moment right and 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 um uh what the fuck is kiernan's name roman romulus damn it um kendall had his moment and roman kiernan culkin's roman really i thought in that final scene facing up finally facing up to logan was, was absolutely brutal yeah i mean it's i mean that's terrifying and then yeah uh, the very last 
of the notable performances is Sarah Snook. It's like she goes from like her normal, yeah, all good. Like we just fucking got this shit taken. Her sort of exacerbated sort of um you fuck this mom or whatever. Yeah, like you know, her sort of we'll we'll figure it out, we'll figure and then she can't help but tear up when she walks away, you know. So it's like you could see it on the actors' faces. Those performances are just brutal, you know. So there's always somewhere to go, right? In succession, there's always somewhere to go. The sh- right. name of the show is succession. So I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think companies sold and like or, or there's gotta be some snags in season yeah, we're four. Not, we're not done here. I don't think it's called yeah. succession, like you know, it couldn't be Logan disappearing from the scene and living in wherever the fuck rich people live in the right. sky. Right. Uh, do you have any predictions for season four? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think I don't, I try not to even like think about where they can go. Cause anything I'm going to come up with is not going to be as strong as, as what, uh, you know, what, what, um, God damn it. What's his name? Jesse Armstrong is going to have, you know, they, he may even have it mapped out already. Um, but like, what can I say? What's my idea going to be? I don't, I, you have no idea. I have no clue um, where they can go, especially with, with Tom, with Tom and Connor as, as the wild cards that they've set mm, sort of set cool. themselves up to be at the end of this season. You never know. I mean, Connor could be, you know connor could be the one that tears this tears the deal down or or you know you never know i have no idea so like i i just i don't really think about that but i i can't i can't wait until season four it's just like one of those things when that when the credits roll you're like damn i can't believe it's over already yeah, you know? sunday i had something else coming up what about what about you like what are their thoughts on what's happening next season what and and overall thoughts on the on this season it's as like in the canon of succession seasons now i like this season a lot i, th- I think season two i just still like some of the like individual episodes from season two a lot yeah uh, but that was really season two is, is on a roll in my opinion. I, I like seeing kendall flying uh it was yeah there's some awkward kendall shit in this one birthday party yeah. cringe mm-hmm. uh but this was definitely uh roman season happy to see yeah. that finally bringing shiv into the fold as uh, from a company standpoint it hasn't happened before really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's good to see you know she's kind of been teased throughout the first couple seasons uh and just like to where we start in the beginning of season one and like logan is like on his deathbed and like he's not gonna make it much longer to all the shit he's done throughout three seasons like you know I don't know how many people would say this, but every every Logan Roy scene's a good scene, man. Like, yeah, he might be true. my favorite character. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's he's true. so good. To watch to watch perform or, or just as a as a character. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but do you go to the mom? Do the kids go to their mom and like change your mind? Like take it back. Like, you know, that's why I'm thinking about the money. Like, yeah, it's too big of a check. I don't know. Uh they go to their mom does does connor throw a wrench into things like you said mm-hmm. uh where does the tom and shiv thing go mm-hmm. why is what does greg even bring to the table mm-hmm. like what does greg bring to the table besides like 
he's a character that's been in the show and we have to keep him in. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's I think a lot of people are sort of asking that too. He's sort of um inconsequential so far outside of the stuff with Kendall with the with the documents, which Papers. sort of never really went anywhere, you know, it did, but it didn't. Um I mean he's flipping sides as, as quickly as, you know, whatever. It, it's just I think that may ultimately be something that comes to a head but you're right this season was sort of maybe the least maybe the weakest greg season in my opinion yeah <laughs> i don't know if was... it's because we're used to him and it's sort of old hat by now or i'm not sure he didn't really have a position you know yeah exactly uh, yeah. it was all kind of like on the real edge of the season stuff I, this the relationship stuff in the last episode like that was the one thing i'm like kind of not totally locked in on because i'm like i'm trying to figure out what's going on like i, I don't really <laughs> see that scene i don't see the scene with him and roman playing out in real life that way as much as it was roman season i i think with that last scene i think it's and and with a rewatch i think you you might see that it's tom's season you know like Ooh. it's it was finally you know there was like reddit threads of is tom wearing a wire or is tom you know what's up with tom and again the the it was it was all there it was the proof is in or like you know it's if you on a on a rewatch upon rewatch you're gonna see that i think tom sort of had this planned uh from day not from day one with shit well that's what the writer said as, armstrong said that it was oh, okay a build yeah. up yeah, you can see it. And and like you know, again that's so that's just so brilliant to to not really have Tom be a central character. Um he's not a sibling, he's married to a sibling. It's it's not he's not in every scene. He's not Kendall. He's not taking on he's not trying to take um take down the company or what, whatever it is. He's sort of this peripheral ca- uh character that I think upon rewatch, you're going to see like, you can see the gears moving. He's sort of silent in the background, but it's, it's him planning to get closer to Logan because he wants the power. And think about it this way. Every time Shiv wants to make a move, he's asking, but what's in it? Like, where do I stand in all this? Mm-hmm. And Obviously, no it was this, there. yeah, exactly. And it's same thing happened in that scene in, in the car when, when Siobhan was, was calling him to, to update him on, on what, what was about to go down. He said, yeah, okay, well, what about me? Where do I stand? And that was the final straw for him, obviously. So I'm I'm sort of interested to rewatch the season with the Tom eye um and see how much it really it really pops that that time, you know. All right. Well, the deal still gotta go through. That's that's what we know. This guy has been asking, you come to the table and it's we're buying him. We'll come to the table and then we're gonna buy you, but I'm gonna be the boss. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, no, I'm going to buy you. So who knows? Maybe he could, right. this could all be a fucking red herring and he could be asking for too much shit mm-hmm. and the deal's off. Who knows? But great season three. Yeah. Um, Who's a, anything else you want to add? Yeah. Just one more quick question before we, before we um, lock it up here. Who's the, do you want to see more of, um, of Scar's guard? I think he was such like of all the, you know, um, 
not cameos, but guest appearances that we've had. You know, Adrian Brody had his his episode, and and in previous seasons there were there were more. But I think I just so enjoyed the the addition of the Skarsgård sort of Elon Musk sort of douchebag, yeah. way too smart, way too rich guy. Like, where where do you think we're going to see a lot more of him? Like, he should be I, back, I mean, right? It, it's such a good, well-written character. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. The mattress stuff is really funny. Yeah, so good. <laughs> All right. Well, we got this episode, and then we got another. Next episode's coming is Home Alone exclusive. So excited to get that going. Uh, keep your ears open for a lot more of us, or at least a steady dose of us. Connor, thanks for checking in. All right, man. Any, any time on when Succession Season 4 is coming. Man, I, I hope got the inside, I know you're on the inside track. <laughs> I would imagine um I would imagine they'll film next summer fall. So maybe that's good. It might maybe the end of next year, sort of like this one, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's hard to say. Jeremy Strong won't change his clothes until then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. Later. Cool. Have a good night. <laughs>